So this is going to be my focus. In other words, the more what I thought was true, and the more my soul is in this exile, the more I'm determined, the more I now am charged with a mission to release my soul. Because every time I'm engaged in the act of a commandment, every time I'm engaged in learning God's Tyra, she's free. Not just she's free, she's out of prison. She's back home. She's with her father. She's with the king. She's with the source of all worlds. If you can envision the parable of a prince in prison, enslaved, grinding the millstones, and he gets out of the slavery. He gets out of the prison. He's free. He goes back home. Home is the palace. He's with his father. Who's the king? Imagine that joy. And that's exactly the experience my soul has, but much, much more strongly so. Every single time I'm engaged in Torah or commandments, she's free, she's back home, she's with her father, the king, God, higher than her origin and the source of all worlds. And if I understand that's what I'm doing, I'm actually in a complete state of joy. This is so special. I can really do it. I can really free my soul and restore her so high. A person could say, all right, but there's a certain flaw here that doesn't work between the parable and the reality. In the parable, there is this outside, ugly reality called the prison. And there's the prince in the prison. And the prince goes free and leaves the prison behind. And, of course, it's just joy. But in the reality, you're the prince, but you're also the prison. So how could you be so happy with the freedom of the soul when you're that prison? the body and the animal soul that was causing so much pain. So what a person has to do at this point is separate and say, it's true, but I'm not going there right now. I'm going to completely separate and detach and understand that my I, the true essence, is my godly soul. And my body and animal soul are appendages, very important ones. I have my most important mission to help them, to work with them, to refine them. But my eye is that godly soul. And when the prince is free, I'm free. And I'm not going to right now deal with the pain of the body because I'm not at the level to handle it. And it's similar to the idea that when the Jews left Egypt, they fled. That's clearly in the verse, they fled from Egypt. And the question is, who are they running from? Why were they running? Pharaoh and the Egyptians were saying, go, 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 gone. Somebody was chasing after them. Not seven days later they were, but then they weren't. Nobody was chasing them. So what were they running from? They were running from themselves. They were running from the evil that was still inside of them. There was a physical Egypt they were leaving, but there was the Egypt that had crept inside of them. And that, they were in a sense taking with them, and in a sense they were running from it because they couldn't handle it. And only as they grew stronger day after day after day, as they came closer and closer to the giving of the Torah, and as they counted their personal counts through 49 levels from impurity to purity to holiness to godliness, then they had the strength to deal with their evil. But originally, when they left Egypt, they didn't have any tools to deal with it. At that point, their only choice was to run. And that's true in our lives as well. Sometimes there's an evil outside or inside, and we don't have the tools to deal with it. But we can run from it. We can distance ourselves from it. We can disassociate from it until we have the strength to truly deal with it, crush it, or refine it. And that's what we're going to do now. We're going to disassociate the pain of the body and the animal soul, focus on the joy of the godly soul, and get stronger. And as we get stronger, 
we will have the strength and help the body and animal soul as well. 